home studio in beautiful La Puente, California. This is the All Dodgers Podcast. Part of the Believe Network of Podcasts. What is going on, Clint Nation? On today's show, yeah, of course, we're talking about the Kike Hernandez return, the reunion, the re-reunion. Kike will never go anywhere again, it feels like. Uh, we also react to another busy day for the Dodgers who traded away Manuel Margot, Dodger legend, to bring back Kike Hernandez. So Margot goes to the Twins. We'll talk about that return, how that deal all came together, a little bit about what comes next for the team, and we'll reset uh, some nice I guess early middle early ish spring training rosterbation on today's show first I am Clint Basias you guys see the name somewhere down here find me as real frg on the social media things if you want some occasionally lukewarm takes um popping up into your uh, into your uh, threads there but uh, consider giving this episode a thumbs up thumbs up really help out the channel hitting that subscribe button really helps out the channel and comments and you guys just being here man just it really helps out the channel so let's get into some of the comments here let me know where you guys are representing your dodgers fandom tonight on this modelo monday better open it off screen i don't want youtube to get mad at me but what is going on i i did see our first comment of the night coming from our friend showtime la unless i misremember showtime la flirt first on uh clint nation so we'll we'll do a little tada bc's in the chat dkm is in the chat what's going on dkm that is uh the real clint black if i'm not mistaken uh mr john rod 77 says third we got uh, CB Bop. That one, I almost said Chabop, but CB Bop 5 says hooray for Kike. So we got somebody excited for Kike uh, coming back. Uh, Mr. John Rod, I opened my beer. I haven't had any yet. Ah, uh, beer. I mean, apple juice. Let's see. Uh, Mr. D- Mr. John Rod says Dead Man Walking Margot finally got traded. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Obviously, that was one of those moves. I think kind of everybody saw coming at some point in time. I don't think the Dodgers really ever planned on having him for as long as they did, but we will talk about that in a second. William Andrews in the chat saying, what is up, chat? Yo, Clint, go Dodgers. What is happening? William Robert Loya is in the chat saying, hello, the real FRG. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Um, Showtime LA is asking if I'm worried about Bueller's velocity, saying he's sitting in the 92-94, but with the adrenaline, he should tick up like you suggested. Um, So he said, I believe it was, Bueller was supposed to throw today. I haven't seen any footage or any sort of anything out of Dodger camp about whether or not he... um, he threw, if he did anything off the mound, I think he was supposed to face hitters. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, <clears throat> I did the video, the the short video uh, that dropped on Sunday about the, the Bueller news. Uh, I'll give it a, a few more days, maybe maybe two more weeks, a week and a half. We'll give it a week and a half before I start to actually really worry about it. I think knowing that Butane isn't supposed to be back until like May, um, they can buy some time right now. He doesn't need to be throwing at full intensity, full velocity. It sounds like one of the things uh, <clears throat> uh, Dave Roberts said was the struggle seems to be in in you know like completing his delivery. I think finishing his delivery off um, with regularity. So I think there's a, still a little bit of you know he he ramped it up, didn't ramp it up all the way at the end of last year. And then had the offseason, and he's still just kind of getting back into it a little bit late. But, again, 
pin it pin it on on Walker Bueller right now. We'll we'll see where things do end up uh, soon enough. But uh, DKM was um, praying for the Kike comeback, and it has been answered. Kike has been praying for the Kike comeback all off season long. CBs in the chat says hashtag Clinton Nation. What is going on? Jennifer Sanchez says Clinton Nation Station. We like it. We'll give that one a coin. Uh, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> Johnny Chingas says, ain't that the guy from the notebook? Hey, girl. Uh, Sarah Morris is back in the chat. What's going on? She says, hi, everyone. It was a busy day for the Dodgers. I'm excited to have Kike back. Yes, we we do. Um, okay, so, I mean, some folks have watched me for a long time. You might know. I'm, I've, I've mixed, uh, have a mixed relationship with Kike. I have mixed feelings on Kike. However, um, to, to, to blow my load on something I was going to talk about in a little bit, and I'll probably bring it up again. Right now, what this team is trying to do is improve on all of the margins on this roster and Kike better than Manuel Margot. So in this situation where you're not relying on Kike to be batting cleanup for you in a playoff game, as we've seen in an elimination game, as we've seen in the past, that's not his job. That's not the expectation. That's not his role. Show up. Be more versatile than Margot was going to be. Dennis Gonzalez asking, how am I feeling, Clint? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like everybody should listen to Dennis and uh, smash that like button. Voice is a little hoarse from screaming and drinking over the weekend, but we are feeling good. We are going to power through it. And uh, I promise I will have a much sexier voice back uh, later on in the uh in the week but uh, val reyes is in the chat what's going on val kevin yuhas is uh in the chat saying it appears the dodgers organization didn't love the outfield and this was one of the things i've been talking about since uh the inception of this channel talked about it a few times with with people like um jeff snyder on the channel and all that kind of stuff you, you did have some worry about that outfield about the potential of that platoon going on in right field still kind of the same situation but now there's there's more kind of, in my opinion, maybe more clearly defined roles with Kike getting some starts in right, CT getting some starts in right or or in left, however it ends up working out um, in that right field platoon. But um, I'm apparently in the chat. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. We got somebody saying uh, they're they're uh, they feel bad for Margo. You do feel bad, but at least he's going to have uh, also himself a clearer path to playing time with Minnesota. Uh, I saw somebody else saying, sending some love our way, and then I forgot to read it, so we will try to find it for a second, and then I I couldn't find it, but I gave up. But I love you too, sir or ma'am, whoever it was. Jenny Vegas in the chat. What is going on, Jenny? Uh, Martin Rodriguez, big fan of the show. Thank you, Martin. And uh, everybody, <laughs> Dave Luna <laughs> says, funny faces is back. And yeah, let's... Uh, Let's jump on into the biggest story of the day. Here is the big ticket brought to you by Modelo. It's not not actually, but I think I deserve a drink. Um, Kike Hernandez, Enrique himself, Senor Puerto Rico. Not really that, but he's back. I mean, I guess Mariana was like Miss Puerto Rico at some point. But anyways, Kike is back. All, all is right in the world. He wanted to be back all offseason. The Dodgers really wanted him to be back, to be back. But, you know, they were sort of handcuffed to the situation where they had to take on the Manuel Margot contract to make the Tyler Glasnow deal happen. And that's just the way things work sometimes. Not that huge of a deal um, to have waited out. I mean, this is the right offseason, I guess, to wait it out. So it took a while. But Kike's patience, or really his persistence, this offseason was rewarded. 
To a degree. I mean, one-year deal, $4 million, kind of, you know, his last deal was much better. However, he was not coming off the greatest of seasons. Yeah, he did have he did bounce back nicely uh, once he came back to the Dodgers from Boston at the trade deadline last year, hit, uh, what, 265, 267 or whatever it was. He was in a better spot there. I think he ended up just kind of spiraling at the end of his uh, time there in Boston, but um, it's a good signing, and again, it's a more versatile signing than the Manuel Margot fitment on the roster at the time. So, Kike taking a four million dollar deal. I don't know if that's that's indicative of him really wanting to be a Dodger or the market just being uh, sometimes it may be good and sometimes it may be shit. But he's back, and the move comes together because the Dodgers swing that trade with the Twins, Manuel Margot. Plus a minor leaguer, Rain Duncone. Some folks like him. He was uh, ranked number 23 on the prospects list. Right now, the prospects list isn't the sexiest for the Dodgers, but it will get better as the um, as the season progresses and some of the younger pitching and younger, um, we'll say some of the younger prospects kind of, uh, the pro- t- talent evaluators get more eyes on these players as the season goes along. So the next time there's there's um, there's a, you know, a prospects ranking update, Dodgers will be in a better spot. This guy, Don Khan, probably would not have been the 23rd best prospect in the organization at that time, but that's just me wholly pontificating. But yeah, Marco goes to the Twins. Um, they get the Dodgers get another young shortstop back. Uh, first, let's, let's talk about Marco. It was a move again. Never really made a lot of sense. It didn't make all of the sense. It was very clear he was the David Price to the Glasnow Mookie Betts. Uh, the, the the Rays wanted some salary relief. They did not want to pay him whatever it was going to be ten to twelve million dollars in in payroll this year. So they packaged him along with uh, Glasnow, sent him to the Dodgers, and let's be real. The Dodgers have been working since that trade happened. They've been working. They've been shopping this dude for months, and now you know, I know the Twins, they say, were, were reportedly in on Hernandez. I'm sure some phone calls happened there where maybe they were going to try to sign Kike, and then Andrew picks up the phone, tells the Twins, hey, yo, you want to just do this instead, and we'll send you some money, and then things worked out. Dodger fans, for sure, happy to have Kike back. Kike, very happy to be back. Of course, he's the guy who broke the news that he was coming back to L.A. Um, on the Twitter machine. Um, the Dodgers front office, Dave Roberts, they're all happy to have uh, Mr. Hernandez K. Hernandez or E. Hernandez, because we also have Teoscar Hernandez now. But the guy the Dodgers get back, of course, I know very little about the dude. 21-year-old switch-hitting shortstop prospect. Um, He was the 36th, I think, overall pick, first-round pick for the Twins a couple years ago. Uh, Plus, plus defender, they say. I have not had the old peepers on it, on the guy before. But um, more of that lower-level depth for the Dodgers to keep building. There this has been an exceptional offseason for you know trading away assets that probably weren't going to help the club this year and getting some talent that could help in a year or two or three whether it be at the big league organization or big league level or as um as trade bait down the road. So Cool move there. He's, you know, you add him, they add Trey Sweeney this offseason. Of course, we've seen Trey Sweeney in some of these Cactus League games. And um, just already a great offseason for 
Andrew Friedman, Brandon Gomes and company keeps getting better. If they were at an A before, this is an A plus. If they were at an A plus before, it's an A plus plus because you bring back the guy you wanted. You're able to send away a guy you didn't really want it. Of course, I already said it. Dodgers are sending money about six million dollars. Uh, I think it was to the um, to the Twins to offset that Margot contract, so they're paying him down to four million. So there's no cash savings for the Dodgers here, but overall, again, a good move for the Dodgers, a good day for the Dodgers, who also come from behind or come from ahead to win uh, and and beat the the Rockies. And, and remain unbeaten in Cactus League play. So before we talk about why the Kike return is good or dive further into it, uh, first I'll tell you, make sure you mash that thumbs up button, subscribe if you haven't. Those things, I felt like it got louder. Those things really help out the channel. And, uh, you know, drop them comments in there. Let's jump into the comments right now and see what is going on. Uh, Jenny Vega said a little while ago, make sure you hit the like, like, like. So that's always smart. We appreciate that. Um, Craig Osterberg's in the chat. Uh, I be stroking is in the chat as well. Says howdy, howdy, friends and neighbors. What is going on? Um, <laughs> Young Yi still unwanted list Barnes and Vessia. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. I do want to, like I said, break down the the roster and where it's at right now. I put together a super ultra rudimentary roster on uh, on a Google document, and it's going to be on the screen, and it's going to look bad, but at least we'll all have something to look at together while we're talking about it. Um, DKM says I will be living the 2017 dream now that Banana Man is back. Got to go back to Universal again. I don't know the Universal part, but uh, the Banana Man, yeah, I did see somebody on the internet wearing um, their uh, their Rally Banana shirt and bringing back some uh, some old old school vibes uh, of, of better or different times, I guess we'll say, in uh, in Dodger Blue. Let's scroll down. <laughs> DK, I'm talking about my sexy voice right now. Sexy, uh, sexy horse voice. Um, <laughs> Vicas says it's the Barry White voice, and I can do that again. My darling, uh, and that was really bad. I tried way, way too hard on that one, and uh, you know this is why this is not a karaoke channel. Maybe, maybe not. I don't really know. Um, one eye dragon says great smile. I don't know if it's I or somebody else, but thank you. I was born with it, or maybe it's Maybelline. Kevin Uhouse says, where the heck is Diane? I know, right? What is going on here? Very rude. Uh, let's see. John Rod says, smash the thumbs up button. Uh, Danny Cortez says, uh, preview of Showtime tomorrow. So, yeah, we should pin the Kike talk for a second. I did talk about it on the video that I dropped yesterday um, on the channel <clears throat> and that I also dropped as a uh, podcast. If you guys can't watch this show, if you can't watch it on YouTube, if you can't watch the live streams on Mondays and Thursdays for now until we expand as the season comes along, listen. You can always listen on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Part of the Believe podcast uh, network. But uh, Showtime, you got the big offseason acquisition making his Dodgers debut in the starting lineup tomorrow. That is Shohei Otani. You guys might have heard of him. Two-time American League MVP. He will be starting and he will most likely be batting third in the lineup unless he's batting second. I don't know where you guys want to see him. I think third makes sense. He's supposed to be a run producer, and Mookie and Freddie have a good tendency of getting on base. So, just uh, we'll see how that turns out. It's it's the the well guarded well yeah well guarded secret of the uh, of the spring training just to make make things um, more exciting or whatever. Of course, the day after that, 
Yoshinobu Yamamoto makes his Cactus League slash Dodgers debut starting on Wednesday. So it's a very, very exciting week for the Dodgers. Of course, you get Gavin Lux back. He makes his first start at shortstop today. Didn't get any plays, but came out of it alive, and that's important. But, um, yeah, fun, fun week for your Dodgers. Sarah Morris says, Marco wasn't the guy who I wanted, but I understood the Dodgers had to take him to get glass now. Hernandez is coming off double hernia surgery, and let's hope he'll be ready for opening day. That's another point I was going to get to in a second. He did have the surgery this offseason. The reports then were that he would be ready for spring training. I don't expect him to be ready immediately to get into a game tomorrow, but don't expect him to be uh, too far behind and do not expect him to not be on the opening day roster, that being Kike. I'm getting some alerts that, oh, we got some super chats, including this one here from Noah Ortega, $2 super chat. Thank you, Noah. Much appreciated. It says, hi, Clint. The banana is back. Currently driving, but listening. Appreciate you, Noah. You're not only driving and listening, you're driving and super chatting. That's impressive. It's probably dangerous as well. So if you're going to do it again, be safe. Do it at a stoplight and not just messing around there. But uh, thank you for the super chat there. And another fan favorite of the chat. I be stroking $5 super chat, adding to the Otani bobblehead fund. I mean, I'm I'm afraid of how much a, a ticket might cost to get to a uh, Shohei Otani bobblehead night at Dodger Stadium this year. But uh, hopefully they add a few because, I mean, there are just so many bobblehead nights at Dodger Stadium these days. But thank you for the super chats, uh, guys, so far. I don't know if it will. I'll, I'll keep going down the list here. I don't know if anybody else has said anything, but I will keep trying to read as many comments as we can uh, and, and hurt my voice even more for you. Christian Gomez just woke up in time for, for from his nap for the live or yeah for this live stream. So so thank you for hanging out with us, Christian. Uh, Roy Estrada says, "Let's go Dodgers." We got a thumbs up in there. Thank you, Roy. Appreciate that. Uh, Robert Maxwell's in the ch- in the chat. Nando three ninety says, "Clint rocking the banana hammock." Never that. Never that. I'm on. Uh, I'm on. Uh, I'm on uh, those. Uh, those kind of like stretchy, uh, almost slider undies. I don't know how to explain them, but very comfortable. Very comfortable. Not a sponsor. Robert Loya says, I'm bringing sexy back. <clears throat> Thank you. This is because I've been drinking. Um, Johnny Owens says, Vargas destined for OKC. That was one of the first things. That was one of the very first things I was wondering or thinking. I think a lot of people were wondering when you did hear about the Margot thing early. And, of course, Kike was not that far behind. When you heard about the Margot trade, it was like, okay, maybe this is going to open up some opportunities for for Miguel Vargas. Maybe they already liked what they've seen from him um, very early in spring. But, uh, you know, what we're seeing out of, of guys like Jose Ramos, but more so Andy Pajas, has, has been pretty uh, exciting to, to see. But I think what they've always wanted was Kike. That's what this team wants. Um Luke, Lucas Benitez asking, in my opinion, do you think Margot was ever going to make it to the opening day roster? I do. I do. I mean, they they were all the way in on um, on him being one of the guys. Um, what was his name? Brandon Gomes did talk about that earlier today. I'll, I'll scroll and find that. So uh, what Gomes said about the situation was it just came down to a fitment issue on the roster. Not even an issue because, quote, Manny still fit really well. Kike, we just felt 
fit a little bit better. Plus, we know what he brings come postseason time, hopefully in the clubhouse and all those things. So it really came down to, the one, the familiarity with Kike Hernandez. He's been here, done that a lot of years with the Dodgers. Um, and he has the ability to play the infield as where Margot does not. So I think that's really what it comes down to is that ability to play everywhere goes a long way. But thank you for the, the question there, Lucas. Um, Jenny Vegas says the Dodgers are more complete, and I would agree with that. Let's see what else. I'm going to burp a little. Burp. <clears throat> and, oh, as we come out of a, a burp. I see a super chat from Teresa Gates. It's $2. There's no comment in there, but thank you, Teresa. Much appreciated for the super chat there. Um, Vic is asking what I think Matt Kemp's role is going to be. I don't know. I really don't know yet. Uh, um, I'm just happy he's back in, in some sort of capacity with this team. Um, they just call him an advisor, whatever that means. I'm happy. Let's see. Um, I, I would, I would read that comment, but I don't know how, how to shinesty undies. I don't know. I got the one bone. I'm a big boy. So, you know, you know how it goes. Sarah Morris is <laughs> very, very drastic uh, changing gears there. Sarah Morris has, uh, Pajes has been fantastic so far this spring. Uh, Young He would take Van- Ricky Venasco over Vesia. Um, uh, Roy Estrada says Kanishiwa. Kanishiwa to you. And uh, Richard Flores says 499 Super Chat. Thank you, Richard Flores, for hanging out in the chat. Says saw Barnes hitting today, seen better swings at a park. This Super Chat is worth more than the Rockies have spent on free agents this season. So we got two different parts of a comment there. Um, appreciate the Super Chat for sure, Richard. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's we are going to keep – I don't know about rapidly, but man, is it getting harder and harder to be any sort of Barnes defender right now. And for some reason, I've taken the stance to be a Barnes defender this offseason or this whatever year. It's not making me look too good. I know he's not going anywhere, but still not looking too good to be a uh, Barnes defender. All right, so let's uh, move back into the the big ticket, the talk here. So we got Kike back. They trade away Margot. They trade away a minor leaguer. They bring in a minor leaguer. Why is the Kike Hernandez return good for the Dodgers? We already kind of talked all around that a good little bit here. But, you know, what is the game plan in the outfield? Kind of figuring all of that. Let's let's first say or first address why is the return good. It does add some, I'll call it career pop versus left-handed pitching. Did have a pretty significant fall off, did Kike Hernandez last year. Of course, really, really bad before coming to the Dodgers. It was hitting you know, pretty close to 200. I forget the exact numbers. I think it might have been 220 or whatever it was. Not much better overall with the Dodgers, but still pretty serviceable. I think he, he OPS like 750 uh, versus left-handed pitching career. 801 versus left-handed pitching, and that's going to be his role. He's going to be that lefty masher uh, as, as part of some platoon, and that's going to be fine. That's that's a it's an important enough role for this team. You want to just have pieces that make sense. And as I already said before, Kike Hernandez is a just it's even if it's monument or um, uh, what am I looking for incremental, it's still a step up on the um over manual marco that's all you really want is if you can identify some weak spots on the roster and maybe fix them 
or maybe help them a little bit. That's what you want to do. And that's what this team, this is this front office. That's what this organization has tried to do all off season uh, long. So you like that move. It also adds a veteran presence to the clubhouse. I did just see a comment here saying, um, where am I at? DJ Jesse saying he brings the versatility, the energy, the good vibes in the clubhouse. And that's what I was going to say. You have um, a veteran that, you know, he's been in this clubhouse a whole lot. He commands um, a presence in the clubhouse. He can have fun and get the job done for sure. Social media, again, is going to love him. Uh, <laughs> social media, Dodger social media like team is going to love having him and Teoscar Hernandez and Shohei and Yamamoto and all that. There's going to be a lot of things um, that will make us all laugh daily-ish around the Dodgers. Uh, most importantly, though, with Kike, because... I don't care about somebody who has funny faces and dances around. I want production or I want some sort of added value like to the baseball diamond, either on defense, either on speed, either with the arm. Uh, of course, we know his prowess as a two-way player, but it does add uh, just aside. It adds quality depth all around the field. It's another backup shortstop if you really, really need it. Of course, you know, it's Lux, then Rojas, then probably Kike, then CT3. Um, <laughs> you let Kike catch if you really, really want a massive improvement over Barnes in uh, in the lineup but uh, or on the roster. But again, why? Uh, uh, I want to pin it because I think I saw. Yes, I did. Bad. It was a bad transition there, but I, I couldn't pass. A $9.99, $10 Super Chat from Roy Estrada. Thank you, Roy. Much appreciated for the $10 Super Chat. Make Barnes a coach already. Give the spot to a young process. That's what it said. The words got on the, the fingers. But, um, yeah, I mean, that spot would be real nice if it was going to somebody like a Miguel Vargas. Add that in there, and Kike can be the backup catcher. Like, come on, it can't be that difficult, right? Let let Kershaw get over, you know, he could throw to somebody else. He's a grown-up now. He'll he'll figure it out. But appreciate the super chat. Roy Estrada, $10, make you holler, my friend. Um, let's see, what else did I see? What, oh, almost. He is doing <laughs> Noah Ortega says, uh, another super chat. He's parked now. The important thing is very much parked while sending this uh, $1.99 super chat. Um you know, that's that's for worrying about safety. And, uh, you know, what they say safety third um, here on the Internet. But uh, I forgot where I was at. So let's just talk about the again. Why Kike over Margot? I already talked about that a good amount here. Uh, Gomes, the Dodgers just like the fit of Kike more. They like what he, he brings to the clubhouse. Dave likes what he brings to the clubhouse. The fans seem really happy. And just to button this all up, in my perspective, Kike is just better than Margot. You, you, you add the versatility, you add the known commodity. And I don't think one of the things is, I don't think we're going to see him try to steal home during a world series game. So that's probably important. Now let's dive into it a little bit more. How exactly does this play out? Does this open up more playing time for CT3? Uh, will they still find a way to get a, a you know more playing time to Miguel Vargas? Probably not. I think Kike kind of also closes that door there. Somewhere down the road, yeah, there's an opportunity there. Same with, with Andy Pajes and all that. But um, the the biggest thing we know that, that uh, Enrique is going to add to this roster is vibes. The vibes are going to be through the roof. I already said it. You give me Kike. 
Give me Tay Oscar. Give me Shohei. Add in Funny Faces Lux. Um, it's going to be fun. Vibes don't win a World Series, but it will be fun to watch. Um, that's that's about it. I, I, I mean, I've, I've said I kind of got a little repetitive here. Didn't mean to, but, you know, PK's back again, so might as well repeat on it. <sighs> about halfway through the show, guys. Hope you guys are enjoying so far. If you are, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe if you haven't. Enjoy the uh, you know go listen to the podcast version too. Those things uh, those things also help out the channel. Leave a leave a eighty star review there or whatever you're able to do on podcast um, platforms. Let's see uh, what else we got. <laughs> not that, but uh, not, I don't want to deal with those. One one eye dragon says in CT three we trust. He again is somebody that will get uh, a decent amount of more playing times. So let's do let's let's, let's shift to uh, I got it written down on paper over here as well. Let's shift to a little bit of the uh, we'll call it the roster reset, and you guys are going to see some some real professional looking typing here uh, when it comes to this. So here's what you got for your 40 man roster here. Some guys are on the 60 day IL. Um, some very few guys are lefty pitchers, but uh, you got a lot of different pieces there. If we're looking at um, the people that are locks for opening day, uh, Yamamoto, of course, Glasnow, those guys are definitely going to start games in uh, in Korea next month, and we're what less than a month away now from the opening series there, the the Korea series against the Padres. Uh, I the, the where I question is whether or not they're going to bring guys like like James Paxton and uh, not Shelby but the other one um, uh, uh, Bobby Miller because they are they're not going to start there in Korea. I mean, if they just want to bring them along also for the free trip or whatever, that's cool. I guess that's fine. But you don't really need them. You just need two starters, um, a backup starter, and a few long guys. So this is where I would wonder if like. Uh, 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 Michael Grove makes the roster over somebody like Miller just for those two games. If um, Emmett Sheehan will be there for sure, provided he's healthy enough, he will be there. Uh, Gavin Stone is somebody who could sneak his way onto that two-game roster there in Korea. But otherwise, most of the, the rest of the bullpen is pretty set. Matt Gage is another guy who could also maybe sneak his way onto the roster depending on how he does this spring. But you got your Evan Phillips, you got your Joe Kelly, you got Bruce Dargraderall, Alex Vessia, sorry guys, to, to some folks out there in the chat, uh, Blake Trinan, J.P. Fireisen, and and Ryan Brazier, and of course they really want, he's not on the 40-man right now, but they really want Dan Hudson to be on the um, on the roster. Maybe eventually will. Um, he's just got to keep pitching and showing that he's healthy. And then we're getting into the position player side of things. There's this guy, Shohei Otani. They say he's pretty good. He's probably a lock to make the roster. Will Smith, Austin Barnes, another sorry for you guys. Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Max Muncie, Gavin Lux. You got Miguel Rojas. You got Kika Hernandez. He's definitely going to be a lock. Uh, the, the rookie catchers, of course, will not. But it, it's nice to see Hunter Fiducia showing out a little bit. He got a, he got a base knock and helped put the Dodgers ahead uh, to to beat the uh, Rockies today. And then in the outfield, Tasker Hernandez, James Outman, Jason Hayward, and uh, Chris Taylor. And, of course, AAA depth will be Vargas and, and Pajes. So, um 
it's 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 coming together. I don't know really where else you would add to this roster. Um, where where are the clear like weak points on the roster? Well, I kind of talked about that in the last episode, the last live stream. The next weakest parts are the lefty reliever. Just really having any lefty relievers in the bullpen, but. but maybe somebody better than Vessia if you're trying to you know improve on the on the fringes um Vessia is a guy where they maybe have some replacement options with with Gage uh and and two other guys that are off the 40 man with Justin Wilson and TJ McFarland a pair of non-roster invitees guys I've also talked about of late and the other weak link is backup catcher Austin Barnes he's not going anywhere that's just never ever 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 going to be a thing as much as people might want it to be but um i think it's a ding 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 again because i changed the scene and i didn't deactivate the thing but that's where we're at it's a good looking roster i don't think they do anything else i really don't do you guys think there's anything else coming for this team i'm i'm very curious we've we've heard the the kenley jansen rumors a whole bunch i don't see that happening um there aren't any other really exceptional relievers out there that that are available. I like the guys that they have uh, on the t- on the team and on the roster in the minor leagues as non roster guys. Um, they're they're in a good spot, and I don't think they they need very very much. But um, let's find some comments here. Roy Estrada says doesn't matter lefty or righty pitcher, just need them to shove, and that's something I fully get behind we want them to uh anybody who's going to be here any any players any pitchers in particular they bring aboard um or they have on the roster the active roster just be able to get outs i don't care with which arm or which foot you throw the ball with be able to get the damn outs young Yi, can otani throw with the left hand probably <laughs> honestly probably that dude is um that is a that man is a specimen of a of a human being right there um <laughs> Coach Charlie in the chats, and we got the Pinch Hernandez bros now. Um, I like it. I, one, I, I hope they. I know they will, but I, and I don't know how they'll look in those really stupid uniforms. But I, I hope they don't do the the uh, the first letter or whatever the you know like T Hernandez and K Hernandez. I hope they don't do that. Just we know which Hernandez it is. They have different names or they have different numbers. So like, and they look different. I think we could figure it out. Uh, Jenny Vega would like to see another starting pitcher. Um, that one maybe maybe would be nice. I I don't know where where you would kind of plug them in just because we know at some point in time you're going to have a Walker Bueller, you're going to have uh, Clayton Kershaw. At least you hope you're going to have those guys. Um, Dustin May says he's trying to come back this year. Uh, Tony Gonsolin probably not, but he is trying to come back and throw at least something this year. Um, and if you're not huge on Emmett Sheehan and Gavin Stone, then, yeah, I can understand um, wanting a little bit more pitching depth, which is, again, very reasonable. <clears throat> Carlos Villasenor says, uh, I should have a drink first, but is asking about uh, Blake Trinan. He's been out for a super long time. Trinan's back. He's pitching. He's actually, uh, I don't know if he's has he pitched in a uh, Cactus League game. I don't think he has yet, but. He's healthy. They say he's healthy, and that he's they're fully set on him being in the bullpen on opening day. He pitched, made um, he made uh, Shohei Otani look pretty foolish on um in live BPs earlier this week, or last week. So 
hopes are high for uh, for a bounce back, big time bounce back for trying. And one of the things he said recently in an interview is that he wants to um, he wants to be like a great value or something along the lines, something to the effect of he wants to be a great value to this team. Of course, he's only earning like a million dollars or something only this year to, to pitch, but he's also trying to make up for not being around the last couple of years. And he could be one of the best and cheapest pitchers in baseball uh, this year, if all goes right. But um, definitely uh, folks saying that they want, um, they would like to have more starting pitching here. Um, young E asking about Justin Wilson. That's one of the guys I'm kind of sneaky high on, you know, if, if let's say, let's get, let's just say for the U S opening day, maybe is it, man, the opening days are really tough. It's very annoying having these two because they're not going to bring everybody for no reason to Korea. They don't really need to. However, um, there is a reality where JP Fireisen doesn't make the opening day roster either of them because of you know he hasn't pitched in a while. Um, maybe he's either not bouncing back, maybe he's not getting guys out. Just spitballing here. He has options. They they could buy some time and maybe you try out somebody like a Matt Gage or somebody like a Justin Wilson who has been good over the course of his career and. When healthy, I mean, it's it's arguable that he's better than Vessia. When Vessia is good, he's really good, but he has he's become a lot more wild over the last couple of years than he was in 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 twenty one and you know parts of of twenty two and all that. Last year was was really wild, and um, you know I want a little bit more consistency out of that spot. So I like Justin Wilson. I think it was a good sneaky signing. I hope they find a way to uh, really explore that comeback for him. So Wilson's missed the last couple of years essentially with injury, um, but we'll see how that plays out. But they have they have the opportunities, either, whether it be with uh, with Fire Eisen, whether it be not having Blake Trinan on the um, uh, not the Blake Trinan, not Dan Hudson on the opening day roster. They have kind of one roster spot to sort of free play with. And if it's Wilson, that's cool. Of course, you would need to add him to the 40 man roster. They, they would have that that space. They would have that luxury because they still haven't put I think they still haven't put Kershaw on the 40 or on the 60 day IL. They still have not put Nick Frasso, I believe, on the 60 day IL. So you have some opportunities there to uh, see what you got in Justin Wilson. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. See, I see uh, one, one eye dragon wants the Dodgers to sign Jordan Montgomery. Um, Johnny Owen doesn't want any Boris clients. He, I mean, Jordan Montgomery coming off a of World Series, uh, coming off a really, really good second half of last year. If you're able to do what the Cubs kind of did with Bellinger and pay that premium now, essentially give him a fake one-year contract and pretend it's a longer contract, um, it'd be nice to see somebody like a, a Jordan Montgomery 
in uh, I don't, did I say Justin the first few times? I don't know. Time has no meaning, but Jordan Montgomery in the rotation be probably a, nice to see a Blake Snell. Maybe I don't know. He kind of has that weird that weird um, Padres taint on him. So as I've said this offseason, season, I'm not a big fan of uh, Padres taint personally. Let's see. Elishev is happy in the chat saying, yay, Kike. Happy to get Kike back. Edwin Dunning likes Kevin Gowdy. Kevin Gowdy, another guy. like uh, We haven't seen Jesse Hahn yet, but a couple of guys that have some uh, some big league uh, you know, pitching time under their belt. I, don't, I think if we see Kevin Gowdy in the big league roster, some things went pretty wrong. Um, Kevin Uhas, good comment here as I'm a little bit back. Uh, says, if Bueller gets more bad news, do we shut him down and look to trade for someone? I don't know about the trade. I think they would hope for Stone to do good or to, to kind of assume his final form. I, I think they would hope for the most out of Amachine. I think if there is something that goes wrong with Bueller, the Bueller plan doesn't work out. Sheehan's going to be the first guy that kind of steps in. But if he's already in the rotation because they still don't have Kershaw, uh, you don't know what you're going to really expect out of the full season of James Paxton. Then we know this team is loaded with the ability to go out and trade, uh, trade for talent or or sign talent, uh, you know, potential potentially. Um, one of the things. Well, I was going to say, one, or I should say, one of the things that did hurt this team was that Nick Frasso injury, the, the shoulder injury. He is missing the entirety of the 24 season. Um, they do have guys, though. They do have guys like like um, uh, Kyle Hurt that they want to try to start. They think they're still going to try to have Michael Grove pitching in the um, – in the uh, in the rotation should be a bullpen guy. Uh, River Ryan, he, uh, another bit of news I haven't really covered yet on the channel, but he's shut down for spring training, much like they did with uh, Bobby Miller last spring training. But he's not healthy right now. It's n- it shouldn't be anything major. I forgot what um, what exactly the issue was, but uh, they just said no spring training games for River Ryan at this point, and that's gonna be one of those guys that. Um, you know, a, a pretty uh, important piece to the overall depth, the 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 de- deeper the depths of the depth for this team this coming season. But yeah, if Bueller gets the bad news. Uh, I think I think that's going to be a really really painful wake up call ish for this team. Like uh, they they need that guy. They need that guy to to be what he's been in the past. And I don't know. Um, the reports are—they seem kind of mixed right now out of out of uh, Camelback Ranch. So we'll see how things turn out. But I'll, I will pin the the worst case scenario. Uh, we'll we'll hold on to that the potential worst case scenario. Nando three ninety saying that Gavin Stone needs more confidence on the mound. Hey, if he keeps doing things like he did in his first spring training outing, I think he's going to be okay. Um, just needs to get outs. Just needs to. You know, work on what if all the excuses they kind of had, or the two excuses. They, I guess there was a blister on his foot, and he was tipping his pitches, which sounds, you know, pretty convenient for them to have two things that were wrong. But he's just got to have the new year, new me, um, you know, mentality, and I think he'll be fine. And we've seen this guy be pretty damn confident, uh, confident here in uh, in uh, spring training, or yeah, in the spring training in the past with the, uh, with this team. Words are hard right now, struggling. I should probably have some more beer. Number one, 
Modelo Monday. Aaron asking um, or saying, Marco never really felt like he was going to do much. Happy trails. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I mean, I don't know if Kike's going to do very much more, but um, he's around, you know. And Margot would have been around. <laughs> I guess it's just more of Kike is uh, is a more exciting player than Margot. And again, he's not going to try to steal home in a um, in a World Series game, and that's that's probably important. Craig Osterberg asking, when would Gratterall pitch? I don't know. I have not heard the latest from camp on that. We know Yamamoto's pitching this week. I would assume Gratterall by sometime over the weekend. Um, we, what we've seen with, with Brewster, Brewster in the past is he will um, he'll show up and then kind of get some some arm barking on him a little bit and be shut down. So um, that's about it. He'll be fine. The, every the reports coming out that he's fine right now. I think he threw a live BP over the weekend. Don't be surprised if you don't if you see him uh, this this weekend here. Mister Seabad says, "Do not let let May pitch in May. Don't do it. He won't be pitching in May. That's for sure. Uh, give him. Um, he's he's saying that he wants to be back by August or September. I still think that's kind of early. I don't think I don't think uh I don't think Dustin May makes it back this year. If he does, I argue it should be in relief. He did uh speak to reporters this week telling um Bill Plunkett in so many words, he does not want to be a reliever. He would like to be a starter and <laughs> kind of the way he said it was like I'll be I can I know I can be a starter for any team. So he's kind of throwing out there like, hey, you know what? Do you um they don't want me? Somebody will. Not to say they don't want him, but still. I don't know that they can go through another season of potentially relying on uh uh Dustin May just for him to get hurt again. But uh, anyway. <laughs> That was slightly wrong. No Ortega says, friendly reminder that Kiki's getting paid $4 million more than Otani this year. It's $2 million because he's getting four, and Otani's getting two. But still, that is a funny comment, and I appreciate it right now. Um, Bob Student 10 says, Trinan wants to bless this team for keeping him when he's been down the, the past year, past two years, really. He was um, didn't pitch at all last year, and they were relying on him in 22 to come back at various points, and it just did not work out. Uh, Roy Estrada, Hudson making the opening day roster. That's what they say they want uh, as we get into, or as we stay in, oops, all comments here. Um, they really want him to make the opening day roster. Will he? I don't know. Um, just they, He needs to prove that he's healthy. We know he can be uh, still be a weapon out of that Dodger bullpen. Uh, Clayton Lockhart, uh, <laughs> let's hope Glasnow doesn't turn out to be Cinder Garbage reincarnated. I feel a lot better about Glasnow than I do about Cindergard. But I know some folks were were uh, less than thrilled with that uh, with that that opening day starter, that that opening uh, Cactus League start. He, you know, uh, what's his name? I was talking about him, Glasnow. He said uh, he, you know, admitted he had some nerves going. He um, didn't really have the best feel for the ball and all that kind of stuff. So I think he'll be fine. Doesn't need to be, don't, I don't know. Like uh, I wouldn't put him in the ACE category. He's just got to be a really, really, really good number two. Um, Aaron making a prediction saying that Blake Trinan will be the closer. We got Roy Estrada saying Kyle Hurt is nasty. He is very, very nasty. Um Jenny Vega saying uh, Vesia is not ready. Got carnivorous lunar activity in the chat saying it's a big day tomorrow. 
It is Shohei Day, bigger day tomorrow. I don't know what I'm honestly more excited about. I've already seen, I think we've all already seen so much Shohei batting practice. To be fair, we've also seen a lot of um, Yamamoto pitching batting practice and throwing you know bullpen sessions. Um, I be- I feel more excited to watch Yamamoto. I'm a pitching guy. I'm a defense guy. Um I'm a strikeouts kind of guy, both in game and, and watching him. You know, saying I'm bad at I'm bad at hitting. That's what I'm saying, guys. Did you see? You see that motion? But I'm more excited for that. But I'm also very excited for both because uh, Shohei and Dodger Blue just looks good. I wish it was in a better uniform, a better, you know, the the, the damn letters looked better. Nike, fix yourself. Fanatics, fix your, fix yourself. MLB, fix yourself. But either way, very very exciting week. Like I already said, we got that. We got Yamamoto. We got Shohei tomorrow. Yamamoto Wednesday. Today was big-time trade day and also a a, a huge step for Gavin Lux. We should probably talk about that a little bit. Luxy, um, he completes his first game or he gets into his first game uh, as a defender at shortstop. uh, His first game since blowing out his knee. uh, Just one day shy of a year ago. So uh Luxie did talk about that. He he talked about where where he was at after the game and and kind of his mental state and what he's doing um to get himself you know ready and and prepared for uh the or I, I should really say it. Let me rephrase all of that. His goals, his hopes for the 2024 season. So let's uh let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Well, Gavin, just to get back out there playing at shortstop today, Kind of just walk us through what it's like been coming back from injury and making that transition being back into an everyday shortstop. Yeah, uh, just like getting off the ball. I didn't get any action, sadly, but uh, just getting off the ball, um, trying to read swings, um, all that, like change of direction, everything felt good, and um, that's kind of the last box I've needed to check off. Um, so just getting past um, all the boring rehab stuff and actually just going out and playing baseball, um, it's been it's been like therapeutic, like honestly, so... Um, it was fun to get back out there and play some defense. As much as today was probably a slower day defensively for you, was there something, too, about kind of having this as the first step back into what this year's going to look like for you? Yeah, I think, um, you know, hopefully I, Doc runs me out at shortstop as much as um, I physically can. So uh, the whole goal is to try to play every day and, and uh, be like Freddie out there and, and, you know, be a pain in the you-know-what to take out of the lineup. So uh, my whole goal is to try to play as much as, uh, as I possibly can. What has it been like just working, whether it's with Miguel Rojas or some of the coaches, kind of getting back to being that everyday guy? Yeah, totally. Uh, Miggy's helped me so much. Uh, Chris Woodward's been awesome. Dino, um, all our infield guys uh, have uh, put in a lot of time with me. So, um, yeah, those are guys that uh, that you definitely want in your corner and, um, you know, to go to work with every day. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a good spring so far, just um, getting out there and doing it with those guys. I know a lot of, from our side, is obviously is a big day for mm-hmm. you, for all of us, the fans. But for you personally, did today feel like a big step? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, like I said, what, two days ago, running first to home was like a box I needed to check off. And then today getting out there, I didn't get any plays, but still like the change of direction and all that felt good. So I feel like that was kind of one of the last boxes. So. Now it's just uh, getting out there doing it back-to-back days, which I think I am Wednesday, Thursday. So uh, see how we go from there. All right. Well, we're happy to have you back. You really set the tone for an exciting week. <laughs> You're back at shortstop tomorrow. Show hey, we get Yamamoto. Yeah, I mean, this is a big week for the Dodgers, and we love seeing you back out there. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. So we got Luxie wanting to play every game. He wants to be every day Luxie. I don't know that that's the best plan for him, especially coming off of a major knee injury. Just want him to be the best number nine hitter in baseball 
and don't hurt yourself. Just, just, just don't hurt yourself. That's all you got to do. But um, happy to see Luxie get in there. Did not get any action today on the field, but uh, he'll have plenty of opportunity leading up to opening day in um, in Korea. So uh, getting into the chat a little bit more. I know Diane joined the chat late. Diane, what's going on here? No, appreciate you hanging out. She says, "Hey, peeps, we are a quarter of the way to 7K." Almost at 7,000 subscribers or getting closer to it. So smash that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't done it already. It really helps out the channel. And that got really loud again. I apologize. And I also see, so a couple more. Let's let's catch up with Diane right here. Diane says, what happened? I worked today. She worked today. Joined the stream late. Now we have Kike and Margot is gone. Yeah, there's a lot that happened. There was a trade. Kike re-signed. He announced it himself. So it's a happy day for uh, some folks here in L.A. And the last one from Diane, a $10 super chat. Thank you so damn much, Diane. Says, sorry I'm late working. I miss so much. How do we get Kike? You got to go back and watch the show. <laughs> but, yep, Manny Margot traded to the Twins, opening up that roster spot for the return of Enrique Hernandez. So, happy day for many folks here in Dodgerland. Um... We're talking a little bit about Kemp in the chat. I don't know where we're at, so I'm just going to find one that makes a lot of sense and then um, and then uh, stick with it. So we'll, we'll go with uh, Mr. Seabad here. Question, if you're the opposing pitcher tomorrow, how do you challenge Otani or do you walk him? Or do I challenge? Oh, I challenge the hell out of Otani. It's, people are paying good money to be at Camelback to watch this guy in his first game. Um, sh- shit, give him, give him a damn uh, cookie down the middle. Watch him hit like a... a 500 foot tater i think that'd be really really fun who are they playing the white Sox? they they have zero playoff aspirations just let it happen hopefully it's like uh hopefully it's like a grown-up pitching who doesn't who's not trying to make the roster they already have you know a roster spot secured on the white Sox. even though i don't know if they have any good players there anymore but um yeah just let it eat and let shohei show out for the fans they deserve it we all deserve it hope hopefully that's what happens um, <laughs> I don't know if it was if this was a, a a typo or an autocorrect, but Stephen Munoz says I really hope we get rid of Piggy Vargas instead of Miggy Vargas. Um, oh crap! Another ten dollars super chat. You guys are going nuts tonight. Appreciate you, Kevin Uhas. What is going on, Kevin Uhas? Ten dollars super chat saying we really only need three dominant starters for the playoffs, which I think we have. Our top five in the lineup should always be Betts, Freeman, Otani, Teoscar Hernandez, Will Smith. Anything else isn't okay. And I maybe maybe you need four. You do need three dominant starters. You definitely need four to get through the entire gauntlet of the postseason. But um, aside from just having one more starter, I love I love everything you said there, and I fully agree with Kevin Uhas. And it's not just because you dropped a uh, ten dollars super chat, but I very very much appreciate you hanging out with us, Kevin, as always, and appreciate the super chat in there. But that top five, I I really do like it. The only the only potential thing is maybe you know Muncie batting fifth and then will smith six just to give it that right left right because there's going to be what right left left and then right right you know just to give it that little sort of um what is it what do they call that break up break up the lefties in the lineup as i guess is they don't that's not exactly it that's what the goal is but um yeah you know 
That's what I would want to see. I just want to see any of these guys in the lineup already. Let's go. I want to see meaningful games. That's what I want. But I also like seeing uh, you know super chats in the chat. So I appreciate that, guys. Just saying. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Diane says, when you're a mod, you have to watch a show twice because chatting with y'all, we miss a lot of the show. Uh, I appreciate uh, our fine group of moderators here on the chat. I probably should add one or two more. Um, but uh, so far, these guys, these people have been crushing it. Guys, make sure you hit that thumbs up button for our mods in the chat, of which uh, we got Ivy Stroke and we got Jenny Vega. We got Diane Schroeder, legends here in the chat. We appreciate the hell out of their fine work. And Aaron with a 9.99 super chat. Aaron Lavario definitely did not. I did not add any. I, I give it the least amount of inflection possible. But Aaron um, wants a uh, shout out to the band Striking 13 LA Metal. It's a metal band. So we go metal. We go metal a little bit. Sad, sad note with uh, with the epi here with the SG it broke a string. <sighs> Hadn't hadn't played it in a little while. I decided to bring it down, dust it off, and you know, fiddle around while editing a video. And um, my A string, she broke. So I got to find my strings. I don't know where I have any strings. There are no strings on me. But anyways, appreciate Aaron. Uh, there's your story. Also, Aaron gets a, a story time uh, out of uh, out of me and my guitar for his 999 super chat. So striking 13 LA, it's metal. And uh, side note, Mickey Vargas makes the 40 man uh, by the All Star break. Well, he's already on the 40 man. I'm assuming you meant the um, the active roster. I think that's I think that's a fair. That's a that's a pretty fair take there. But again, appreciate the super chat, Aaron. Appreciate all the super chat tonight. You guys have been crushing it. Jenny Vega watches the show twice when she's late and uh, not here. So y'all are crazy. Um, Kevin says, uh, making Clinton rich one super chat at a time. No, no, no. Just keeping the dream alive. That's all we're doing guys. Um, Jenny says we need more likes though. We got to listen to our moderator. We need more likes out there, but we'll get a couple more comments and, uh, we'll get the hell out of here. I did talk about Dustin May a little bit. Um, I'll probably drop, uh, another, shorter video tomorrow i think the plan is going to be guys i probably should have said this much earlier in the show but i think the plan is going to be on live stream days i won't drop the the kind of like five to or six to like 10 minute update videos but i am going to try to do content daily where i really just talk about what i think what i believe what i feel are the most important storylines coming out of you know the team from that day um most likely we'll drop those around you know 6 p.m. 7 o'clock on on the YouTube channel here depends um <laughs> current episode activity watches the show in 10 minute segments and defer the rest appreciate that but uh anyways so I, I wanted to talk about Muncie because I've been one of the guys who haven't talked about skinny Muncie yet I'll probably save that for another video but one of the last things I'll talk about is non-Dodgers related but kind of because he's been a long time enemy I don't know if you guys saw Brandon Crawford signs a deal with the Cardinals of St. Louis who are putting together a very, very old team <laughs> out there in uh, St. Louis. But uh, that's one of those ones that's really, really just kind of weird to see there because B-Craw, long-time giant, long-time giant enemy, um, arguably you know one of the top five, maybe not top five, top 15 greatest giants of all time. 
maybe a, a top five San Francisco giant of all time, maybe depending on what people's view of him is, but he's really, you know, spent 13 years there as a starting shorts, essentially the starting shortstop for uh, the giants, but they were never going to bring him back. Um, Kevin, you asked thought he was going to retire. Uh, <laughs> he might have, if he was going to retire, it was going to be the way uh, our, our poor hero, uh, Joey Votto would have to retire because Joey Votto desperately wants to play baseball. But the problem is he's 40 and not very good at it anymore. He's also extremely limited. I mean, he's okay. I would take him on my softball team. We are coming back, by the way. But now, nah, man, uh, Brandon Crawford signs a deal with the with the Cardinals, and he will continue playing. They, the Cardinals have some depth issues there at shortstop. So, you know, B. Croc can still get it done. Um, and one of the things that is kind of cool about this, I mean, he already got a, a hero send-off in his final game at Oracle Park last year, but um, I do love the idea of him coming back as a visitor because that's just really – those to me, that's fun to see. I love players getting their love, getting their, their – um, comeuppance or whatever getting the, the 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 love they deserve from the fan base so that's uh that's pretty cool uh that could be pretty cool uh, if and when he's st- if he's still on the roster and when the, the cardinals make it to um to san francisco this year but it's probably one of the last uh last things we'll talk about here on the show again uh, i'm gonna be dropping more content shorter content as aaron says small doses of podcasts is a good idea so that's what i'm gonna be trying to do more regularly but we'll still keep uh our uh the dreams alive here of being the uh best live stream on the internet maybe i don't know i try my best on occasions at other times um I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> no. But uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us. As always, you guys make the show. You guys are the stars of the show. I'm just hosting it. Ha, ha, ha. Shout out DMAC uh, for a terrible joke that I've always loved. But, um, guys, thanks for, again, thanks for hanging out. Thank you for all the comments. Thank you for all the questions. Thank you so damn much for the super chats. Thank you for listening. If you guys listen on the audio side of things, if you can't watch live, search All Dodgers Podcasts with Clint Pacias on iTunes, on Spotify. We are part of the Believe Network of Podcasts. Consider rating and reviewing the show over there on your podcast platform if you can. It is showtime day tomorrow as the people are staying, saying in the chat as we get out of here. Real FRG on the social media things. Follow me on those if you are so inclined. The links are in the description. Hope we earned a thumbs up on the way out, and I will see you on the other side. Okay, bye. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.